Holly G with the Golf Insiders with my special guest, one of my favorite insiders, Bob Herrig from ESPN.com. Hi, Bob. Hello, how are you? Well, we're a couple of weeks into the cancellation slash postponement of various golf events. And uh, most recently this week, the announcement that the Olympics will be postponed until 2021. Your thoughts on that? Well, in terms of golf, and just in terms of the actual playing of golf, um, obviously it's a, you know, it's a huge disappointment to, to, the, to the athletes across the world who've been gunning for this for, you know, this is, this is what they look forward to. Uh, but from a golf standpoint, it's probably a blessing uh, because let's say we get back to playing uh, mid-June, July 1st, you know, whenever it is. And if you have that Olympic golf tournament sitting there at the end of July, uh, first of all, the qualification period would have been greatly diminished. So you have that uh, aspect. Then you have all the other events that they might be trying to cram in, and now you're going to ask guys to go to Tokyo for that. And I just sort of fear that there would have been guys skipping it. And understandably so. You know, it just given the climate and, and all the other things they would have you know been having to gear up for, that might have been an easy one to skip, and that would have been really bad for golf in the Olympics. So, you know, I think moving it to next year, obviously it causes a huge... Uh, logistical nightmare for the organizers and for the athletes and other sports it's got to be really disappointing but even they acknowledge that their training is on hold and so how fair is this right so I think big picture stepping away from it looking at what we're dealing with it was a good move and as a side story it's, it's a good move for golf yeah, you recently uh, wrote about that in your in your column, and we may have uh, had forgotten that in 2016 we were dealing with the Zika virus, and uh, you know right. a number of players skipping as a result. But as you were mentioning, there was um, increased, I think, interest on a lot of the players to be able to participate in the Olympics. And um, I, I think overall, this uh, will be a much better thing for Olympic golf. If, if the Ryder Cup goes off as scheduled this year, um, it gives them a little space from that, too. It's hard to have the four majors, the Players' Championship, FedEx Cup playoffs, then the Olympics and the Ryder Cup in the same year. You know, it just gets way too congested. And so if the Ryder Cup is still played in 2020, it gives them a little bit of relief next year to have the to have the, uh, the Olympics in a non-Ryder Cup year. Uh, you know, obviously there's a good number of players that, that would be in both. And it gives them a more fair qualifying process now. Obviously, the, the world rankings are on hold, as they should be. There's no point when there's no events being played. and But that's a lot of chances missed for guys to try to make it. So, um, and, and I think you'll see a better, you know, a, a, a very solid turnout. Really, the only 
player who had said he wasn't going to go to this point that we know of was Dustin Johnson, who cited scheduling. I mean, I would think that that would be the same reason for him next year. The schedule's not going to get any easier. But everybody else was pretty much on board. Kepka was wavering. Uh, but, you know, guys who had skipped the last time, I think they saw what they missed. It was a really, really good event. It was well-received. Uh, and in a place like Japan, it would be off the charts. You know, Rio is not a golf, a huge golf mecca. Exactly. Japan is. Yep. And, and Japan has the potential to be really, really outstanding. And, and you know, they, 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 they were completely sold out for the golf. So, uh, you know, obviously it was going to be very well supported. So, you know, obviously hoping we could get this all back on track as quickly as possible and, uh, and, and get past the, the health issues that are obviously very, very paramount at this moment. Speaking of getting back on track, have you heard anything about the U.S. Open Championship at this point? Well, the, so far they are sticking to um, their edict that they will have some sort of decision by mid-April. Uh, the New York Post did report on Wednesday that they uh, that that the that the event will be postponed with the, with the hope of still playing it at Wingfoot. Um, <clears throat> one of the one of the dates you know suggested was September. Um, what's happening is is we are going to find if if we are back to playing golf at some time this summer, and and now you you're seeing where three of the majors have been. Two for sure, and it looks pretty pretty uh, certain that a third will be postponed. Well, when are they going to play? You know, there's been talk about the PGA Championship taking the Olympic date in August, which would be fine. Um, there's been some talk about the U.S. Open being played in September. Okay, when? You know, like there 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 is an off week between what was to be the Tour Championship and the first event, uh, which I believe is Greenbrier, uh, maybe they could take that week. May, and and, and, I, and as I think we've talked about, and I've been advocating, you know, if we get to this point, the Tour Championship needs to move out of August. It needs to, you can play golf in Atlanta in November, and you need to move it to the back of the schedule and just have that be for the top 30 points earners like it used to be. You know, way back before there were playoffs. Right. You know, just so so that gives them two weeks there, late August, early September, uh, if they were to move that event uh, out of there. And then, you know, we're obviously we've been talking about the Masters in October. So, uh, but they have to work with the existing events. It's a huge financial drain on the PGA Tour to not have their events staged. You know, there's Absolutely. big there's big uh, TV rights fees and sponsorship fees that are paid to the tour and, and obviously in turn paid out in purse money too. But, you know, that's how they operate. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's complicated. I, I have a sense that the powers that be are talking about these things all the time and trying to come, trying to come up with contingencies. And it's one of the reasons I think you see already where some events have been rescheduled. Uh, you know, like the LPGA has already uh, rescheduled some events, and you might say, well, why? We don't even know where this is going. Well, if you're going to have it, you've got to probably stake your turf and then plan for it then. And now this has bought you some time, but if, if, if it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen anyway, but you can't just wait three months and say, okay, now we'll do it. 
you know, because that's it's too much work to get up to speed in that amount of time. So it's a uh, you know it's a very very complicated situation for all these for for all, for all of golf a lot because it's not like the NBA or baseball where you just are rescheduling your own games. In golf, you've got the other organizations to work with, and you can't. It would be bad form for them to just trample over each other and schedule their events whenever they wanted. Right, and that you know bodes also for as you mentioned the LPGA. You've got the Champions Tour. You know, there's we talk every week about the challenge of scheduling events, even new events, and. Of course, the move last year to be done by the NFL season, well, that certainly is going out the window this year. Yeah, that everything is completely, you know, uh, it's such a new phenomena that we're dealing with here that you have to, I really think you have to throw out all traditional thinking. Um, you know, I've heard the stuff about, well, God, this, how would the Masters go up against football? And my response to that is, is who cares? You know, it just right. it just doesn't matter. It just, you know, who cares about the ratings? You know, let's just, for golf people and those in the golf industry, playing the major championships is a big deal. So let's, let's play them. And if they go up against the NFL and college football, so be it. You know, this is going to, I think, to be honest with you, if it happens that way, we will be so thrilled to have the choice you know we can tape one of them and watch it later you know the, the you know, baseball will be going into the fall too you know it's uh I, I just think that'll be a good problem to have if we can get to it i agree i think uh, as many people have noted these are particularly strange and unprecedented times because we don't have sports as a way to come together and a way to sort of soothe our souls while we're um, moving through this health crisis. So the opportunity to have our basket full <laughs> and overflowing in the fall, I think would be a welcome relief for sports fans. No doubt. We'll take it. If we get to that point, we will absolutely take it. And, uh, Deal, deal with the ramifications then. You know, will everything be perfect? Of course not. But, I mean, clearly we're at a point in time where it's not going to be perfect, you know. And so, I mean, you know, this is why I think in other sports there's been some of this chatter about having some events resume with no spectators. Look, at least it would give us the ability to watch on TV, you know. Uh, and if, if you screened properly and did what you needed to do, um, maybe those events, could, some of those games could be played, and it gets us back more, a little bit more to normal. Uh, but uh, you know, for golf, that might be a harder task. But I think, I think every option is worth exploring just to, to try to get us back. Obviously, when we're given the go ahead by the medical people. I'm talking to Bob Herrick from ESPN.com. Uh, it was announced what last week that Pete Cowan, swing, the swing coach Pete Cowan, has the virus, Bob. Yeah, I don't think he was ever diagnosed, but he was showing symptoms that seemed so similar. He felt like he must have had it and wasn't feeling great. And obviously, you know, he was at the players in Bay Hill. And, 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 and you know, in retrospect now, this is, this is why it was a good decision to, 
to postpone or in the, in the case of the players, they cancel it because who knows, you know, who knows that people, I think we're finding that people were, you know, contracting this before we really started taking it seriously with these social distancing measures. So imagine if you'd have just kept going for another day or two, how many more people potentially, and I'm not just talking about him, I'm talking about anyone uh, who, who might've been potentially exposed. So, um, you know, uh, you know, we'll probably wish that, you know, that, that they hadn't shut it down sooner. Uh, but, but I mean, I'm talking all sports, but, uh, they all made the decision to, to do it when they did. And, and, and every day saved, I think now is going to help us going forward. Late breaking news, uh, yesterday and, uh, sad news, Davis love the third's house burned down in Sea Island. What, what do you have, uh, in terms of an update there? Yeah, it's very sad. Thankfully, nobody was injured. Um, uh, the um, uh, Davis and his wife got were home at the time, but were able to escape, and they were not hurt. Um, and as he said in his statement, you know, they lost everything, but they had a lot of memories. But they're, you know, they're thankful for no injuries, and obviously that's the main thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, it sounds like it, it, this is, is, as of my last checking on it, that they, one of the, they, they had some sort of a incubator in their garage for, for, uh, for baby chickens that they were trying to have ready for Easter for their grandkids. And, and something happened with that incubator that, um, that apparently sparked a fire and it led to their, their cars in the garage catching on fire and blowing up. And uh, that made the um, that made the uh, uh, you know the, the entire house on, in flames, and so it's really it's really tough, uh, you know. Uh, Incredible. Yeah, and then as, as Davis even noted, in this in these times, you know, there's so much else going on, and now to have to deal with that too. Right. Well, it's something we need to be mindful of that um, there are other accidents and. Um, incidents and health issues going on for uh, Americans along with this virus and um, you know it's just very very challenging times for all of us indeed absolutely yeah sure is keeps up helps to put things in perspective it sure does and um, we will keep on bringing the golf news to our loyal listeners at the Golf Insiders. And Bob, as always, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much, my friend. Thank you. Stay healthy. Bye-bye. Thank you.